Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is the weekly show where we talk about all things money and finance and where we give you information to help you make the best financial decisions possible. So if you want to buy your first home, you want to be better with money, you want to learn how to invest, where to begin, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe. I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further ado, let's get going with this week's show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's uh, Monday. I hope you guys are well. Um, I think this weekend was one of those weekends where we had really good weather across the country. So I hope that everybody managed to get out, enjoy the weather, um, have some fun, um, and kind of live life like we were this time last year. Um, It's strange still that we're coming out of lockdown, but there's still talk of actually going back into lockdown because the RA is over 1% again. It's amazing, really. I mean, it just goes to show that we just don't know what is going to happen around the corner. And with that said, I wanted to spend this episode speaking to you about something that I feel isn't being spoken about enough and something that I believe is really, really, really important. Um, And to a certain extent, I wouldn't say that I have, well, I actually, I would say that I have um, helped people along with the excitement and the euphoria of, you know, investing in the markets and, and building for the future, creating wealth, all that kind of stuff. Because actually, you know what, you should feel very, very excited about taking that step to invest in the markets. But I feel that there is still one side Um, of this whole equation that isn't being discussed and isn't being highlighted as clearly as it should be. And when I certainly when I look at social media, Instagram, the like, I think that we need to have balance in these conversations. And this is what the conversation here today is going to be about. So I'm eternally grateful for you if you found me um, from YouTube, so you found the podcast from following me and subscribing to me on YouTube. I'm so eternally grateful for that. And I'm also very, very grateful for the number of you who, off the back of listening to this podcast, either then come and find me on Instagram and send me emails separately as well. Those questions are always amazing. I'm actually thinking I might do a QA. and um, episode at one at some point in the future um but i'm eternally grateful for your guys um engagement so in today's episode i want to talk about the dangers of diy investing now i know that i've had sandy young i've had tyrone on i've had emlyn on i've had jamar james on i've had terry michael on i've had a lot of people come onto the podcast talk about investing it's not the only thing we talk about here but I've had quite a few people talk about investing on this podcast. And like I said, when I look at social media, social media, social media, it's all about the hype. It's a showreel, right? It's they you get to see all the good things that people are doing. You don't get to see the downside. And you know, whenever I speak about these kind of things, certainly on YouTube, I'm all about making sure that everybody has the ability to make an informed decision or at least make a decision from a basis of having some knowledge, some kind of knowledge, some kind of knowledge will help you build an opinion at least. And then you can use that opinion or that foundational knowledge to do some further research to help either accredit, approve or disprove your ideas, your thoughts, 
uh, or your beliefs about a particular topic. And this is really, really important for me, trying to share maybe some of the things that I've picked up over the last 15 years in financial services to empower you. So I do want to talk about the dangers of DIY investing because I think it's really important that we get both sides of the coin and not just all of the honky-dory stuff, people making money, markets going up, and people doing really, really well. So in my mind, there are five things that I'm going to talk through today. Um, and as always, I welcome questions. I, I know that this is just the podcast, you're listening to this, um, either in the car or in the gym. But if you have questions, feel free to reach out to me again. IG is a main um, stay for me. I receive probably about 10 to 15 questions at least every single day. And I try and get back to every single person Although now it's taking me a little bit longer to get back, but I do welcome questions. If you do have questions, do reach out. But I think this is really, really important. So the first danger of DIY investing that I believe is really, really important to address is foundational know-how. Okay. Now, this is an important one because let's face it, to invest in the market now is so easy to do. So easy to do. You no longer have that barrier to entry of, you know, you need to have £5,000 or £10,000 or £15,000 to invest. Now, thanks to people like Moneybox, Wealthify, Free Trade, Trading212, you can access the market now with £1 and doing regular contributions every single month into an investment plan of some kind to start getting exposure to the market, to start creating wealth for the future. And whilst that is all very good and whilst there are many people like myself on social media talking about investing how it's important to invest there is also a pool of people who are literally just there to make a quick buck scam people out of you know their money and you know i i spoke about this on one of the uh lives that i did a few weeks ago and the fact that in 2018 2018 there were 3,300 85 investment scams investment scams most of which were perpetuated on social media so i mean instagram mainly facebook youtube 3385 that totaled 50.1 million pounds that people lost and that is a mixture of guess what forex trading so you got to be careful when you when you're coming across these kind of things, you've got to be really, really, really careful. You now have celebrities, TOWIE stars, endorsing Forex trading, saying they have teams. Right? We need to vet this stuff, which is why foundational know-how, foundational knowledge is so important. Because if you're a complete newbie to this, you're going to believe everything or anything that anybody says to you. And whilst you might have that little inside inkling that something might be wrong, the drink that they're selling you makes you disregard that voice, that voice that is there to keep you safe, that intuition that a lot of the times if you just listen to it is right every single time. You don't listen to it because they're selling you dreams. So foundational know-how is really, really important. Now, I'm not going to get into Forex trading because I think I've spoken about that a number of times and I've spoken about that enough. I actually might actually do a, an episode specifically on Forex trading. Out of everybody that I know, and for as long as I've been on Instagram doing this, there's only one person that I, that I, that I know for a fact is 
remotely legit when it comes to forex trading. I might actually get him on a show in another episode just to talk about what he basically does in the forex market altogether. He's constantly working to dispel all of these scams and these myths and these lies. Basically, I was going to say half truth, but blatant lies that they're telling people to get people roped in to forex trading. I might do an episode separately on that, but foundational know-how is important because ultimately, if you know the foundations or at least have an inkling, it's easy for you to decipher where the bullshit comes from, essentially. And this, this, this goes for investing in the stock market as well. There are so many myths, there's so much misunderstanding, there's so much mis misinformation out there that if you don't know the basics, you're not going to know that what you're hearing is absolute nonsense. And this is something that I heard someone say, and I think this is Warren Buffett's partner who said this in um, his business. He said, everybody knows that they cannot run 100 meters in Usain Bolt time because it's virtually impossible for the ordinary man. However, everybody thinks that they can invest in the stock market and become a millionaire overnight without, number one, picking up a book to understand how the foundations of investing works. And this is so, 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 so true. Foundational know-how, foundational knowledge is really important. And let me tell you something, guys. I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. I'm here to be honest with people, to empower people. If you want to invest in the market, so let's just say, right, you're working nine to five. You might have a goal of you want to buy your first home. You might have a goal of you want to invest in the market for long-term growth, which is great. All of that is fantastic. If you do not want to put the time into acquiring the knowledge, reading a book, watching videos, going to, I don't know, events, attending a webinar, and you just think that you can put money into somewhere like trading to want to or free trade, and I'm going to reference these two specifically quite a bit, and I do talk a lot about them on YouTube, by the way, and I do hold some stuff in there. So I'm not trying to bash them completely here, but I'm just trying to highlight the dangers here. If you want to invest money in those kind of avenues of buying direct stocks and you cannot be bothered to pick up a book, take a course, go to an event, attend a webinar, gain some foundational knowledge, then you have no business investing at all. None. Cannot sugarcoat this, guys. Will not sugarcoat this because it's really, really important. If you are going to be doing DIY investing, you're going to be self-investing, it is your responsibility to make sure that you have the foundations, the knowledge, the basics down to ensure that you're not investing in something that is ultimately going to lose you money. Now, one of the common things I find, and I've certainly seen since I've been on YouTube for, the, for, this, for this year, since January, is trading 212 and free trader all the rage. And for good reason, you can buy stocks, all the stocks that you hear about Tesla. We might talk a little bit about that bit later on, but that's another can of worms. Well, not can of worms. It's another topic to broach separately because I'm, I quite like Tesla, as you guys know. Um, but my point is, because it's so popular, everybody's flocking to do it. Everybody thinks that it's easy and it's not. And I cannot stress this enough, guys. If you are going to be putting money into direct companies like Tesla, Coca-Cola, Amazon, Apple, 
any company, you really need to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're doing. And it's really important that you acquire the knowledge. The onus is on you. It's not on anybody else. So seek knowledge. Seek knowledge. Read a book. Really, really get into the nitty gritty of what you need to know so that you can make an informed decision. Because guess what? You know, how do you pick company A from company B on trading 212 if both companies do exactly the same thing? Both companies are household names doing exactly the same thing. How do you know which one to pick? Legitimate question. Foundational know-how is absolutely crucial. The second thing, which kind of ties into something I've already mentioned in the first one, is technology. Technology is fantastic. Technology is amazing. It changes lives. It shapes the world. It moves forward in leaps and leaps and leaps and leaps and bounds. I mean, just look at, you know, investing in the 1920s, investing in the 80s. When people were looking at mutual funds and all these kind of stuff, right? Actual stockbrokers picking stocks for people to invest in. Technology now means that actually, for the most part, you no longer need a stockbroker. Because guess what? You've got technology now, which means you can go and buy those companies straight away. And although a stockbroker has the skill set, the know-how, the experience to research companies, now you don't need that because you can bypass them to go do it yourself. But you are missing the know-how, the experience, the technical ability, the skill. That they've got that they've gained over years and years and years of taking you know exams you can bypass that now so technology is a big big thing and i love technology right technology is fantastic i think for me personally i'm speaking to 24 year olds as consulting clients who are completely aware of what the stock market is shares all this kind of stuff, stuff that I was missing completely when I was 24 years old, because guess what? There was no Facebook, there was no Instagram, there was nothing like that back when I was 24 years old. It's amazing to see this stuff, it's inspiring in fact, right? To see young people so excited, so clued up about investing, it is, it is inspiring. But technology, making things easy, doesn't mean that things are easy. If you don't have foundational knowledge, if you don't understand the other three things, well, the next thing specifically that I'm going to mention as my number three. Technology is great, but because technology makes it easy, doesn't mean that it's easy. So please, please, please take the time to pay attention to point number one. Get foundational know-how. You have to know what you're doing if you're investing in the market. This is not child's play. People lose money. People lose money every single day. And unfortunately, if you don't have a guiding principle, so a goal to guide you in your investment journey, then what are you doing it for? People say, oh, I've had this, I've had this. Speaking to a guy on a consultancy call. Okay, so why do you want to invest? I want to be rich. Okay. But what does rich mean? Uh, 1.5 million. Okay. Why 1.5 million? Don't know. 
being rich is not a good enough goal when you're invested in the market. There has to be something else behind it. So what is your goal? You need to have a clear goal. You have to form an investor psychology. You have to. And that starts with having a clear goal and objective to guide you when you're invested because your goal or your objective will determine how you invest, how you manage your risk, which is my third thing, right? How you manage risk, how you're going to approach diversification is going to guide all of that, your goal and your timeline. So you want to achieve X, okay, within what period of time? If it's five years, 10 years, let's just say even 15 years, long, long term, the risk that you're able to take investing for 15 years is so different to the risk that you're going to take at five years and at three years. So different. But you have to understand what that means for you and what that picture looks like for you. Social media drives me nuts. Nuts because, oh, you should have bought Tesla stock. If you bought it at this, this that back in January, you would have been 200% up. Okay, but didn't tell you when like Tesla stock was 850 within three, four weeks dropped right down to 450 and people lost money. Well, you would have lost money if you cashed out. If you held, you would have been okay. They don't tell you about that. They tell you about the good stuff, the winnings, right? What you can win, that dream lifestyle, that 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 yacht, that Ferrari, that, that, that Rolex. That's what they're trying to sell people. Dubai on a yacht, on the palm, right? They're trying to sell this lifestyle, this aspirational lifestyle, and there's nothing wrong with that. But whenever you attempt anything, there is risk, and people don't understand the risk. So the third danger of DIY investing is not understanding your risk. Money isn't free. Nothing's easy in life, including investing in the stock market, in whichever form you decide to do it. Be that with trading 212 where you're going to have to take all of the responsibility yourself. Like all of it. And I, I say this all to someone, I don't really feel that people understand to the fullest extent what I mean when I say you have to do all of it. You have to do the research, you have to do the investment management, you have to do the diversification. If those words go over your head and you don't know what those, what those words mean, point number one, foundational know-how. Really important, guys. Because if you can't manage your risk, if you can't diversify or understand how you're going to diversify with your goal in mind and your timeline in mind, then there's a huge problem. People need to understand the risk. You need to understand the risk that you're taking. I had a conversation with someone last week looking to invest in the market. Okay, I want to invest for three years. I'm like, okay, right. So have you thought about how you're going to invest? No, I haven't. Okay, so we started talking about risk. At three years, you have a very, very, very high risk that the market might fall in value and you won't be able to make your money back because it's such a short period of time. So you need to be mindful of that. And unfortunately, with Trading212 and Free Trade, you've got all of that that you need to be aware of, that you have to take responsibility for, is very, very different to using uh, an advisory practice or uh, a provider 
who does all of the investment management and the risk management for you because they build a portfolio to match your risk or your selection of risk. If you're going to do it yourself, number one, point number one, foundational know-how is so important. Even if you are going to use a provider, for example, then you still need to understand what they're doing for you and they'll provide you literature in order for them, for you to understand what they're going to do for you. But again, the onus is on you to take the interest to actually find out what it is that they're doing and actually understand that information. So risk, guys, is so important. Please do not overlook that. Please do not overlook that. Risk management is key. So, so key. You wouldn't drive down the M1 at 100 miles an hour or 125 miles an hour without stamping on the brakes if the car were to, you know, break 100 yards off from you. You would. Why are you doing that? Because you're managing risk. Same thing with investing. You have to manage risk. You have to think about, okay, what could go wrong? I mean, my goal is this, I'm investing for this period of time, what could go wrong? So how do I stack the odds in my favor to ensure that I minimize my risk as much as possible? If you're using a provider, you're gonna get all of that help from professionals, from professionals who've been doing it for years and years and years, or have a track record. If you're using Trading 212 Free Trade, you, you're holding that bag. If it goes wrong, you're holding that bag, it's you. And if you don't know what you're doing, how are you going to make the right choice? So risk is my third danger of DIY investing, not understanding the risk. Number four is impatience. Now, this is a thing that everybody, right? I'm impatient. I am extremely impatient. If I want something now, I want it now, right? However, with investing, you can't really afford to be impatient. This is why... I always talk about the fact that you need to have a goal. You need to have an objective. That is your guiding light. And with your objective, you then break it down even further into, right, how long is it gonna, how long have I got to, to, to meet this objective? And that will then inform your plan. But being clear on what your goal, what your objective is, and how long you have will give you clarity and help with impatience because there are too many times I have conversations where I see conversations and posts online or comments online where oh you know ah oh, you know i need to get a 12 percent return in the next 12 months not going to happen mate not going to happen certainly not in these climates unless you're extremely lucky with individual stock picks for example which again is also very very risky wealth is not built overnight rome was not built in a day therefore it takes time and for a lot of people if you watch me on youtube I did a video where I talked about um, investing in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. If you are in your 20s listening to this, you have time. That is the biggest asset you have, the luxury of time. It's beautiful. Just starting early, £100 a month, into the markets. You will be, you will be amazed at how much you can amass in 40 years. But I'm talking 40 years, not 20 not 10, not five, certainly not five, in 40 years, you will thank yourself for the fact that you have invested and you started young. My biggest regret 
I didn't know what the stock market was at 2024. No idea. If I'd known what I know now, I'd be reeling it. Way over, in fact, because I know what I would have done, knowing what I know right now. And that's my whole point of doing the podcast, my whole point of being on IG, the whole point of being on YouTube is to help young generations to learn from the things that I wish that I knew right now. So impatience, it's not going to be overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. It takes time to build wealth. So get yourself in a habit. If you're working, yes, we're in COVID, we're in recession right now. And you know what? Recessions are the best time to invest. Like, dude, like seriously, everything's at a discount right now. And please don't take this as financial advice. I'm not saying, you know, go pile all your money in. I don't know you personally, so I can't give you a personal recommendation. But generally speaking, it's simple business theory. You buy low, you sell high. Look at the stock markets, the FTSE 100. Look at the S&P 500. Look at the markets globally. They are all trading down from where they were, even like beginning of this year, December last year. Perfect time to get in. Perfect time to be participating. Perfect time to be participating. This is the time to allocate money. So put money in on a monthly basis, whatever it is that you can afford. The barrier to entry is so low now. Get money into the market, but be patient. It's not going to be. It's not going to turn into ten thousand pounds overnight, unless you're extremely lucky. Something amazing happens. Not going to happen overnight. But long term. You will be so thankful that you did it. So, so, so thankful that you did it. And this brings me on to my last point. Easy come, easy go mentality. It's that simple notion of instant gratification. We have to, we have to try and battle that. And I know, guys, it kind of ties in with, with impatience, with being impatient. But I wanted to address that separately because... It is a mindset thing. And mindset is so powerful. Mindset basically dictates what we do on a day-to-day basis, the habits that we form, how those habits manifest. Those, that mindset gets, gets us into either healthy or a really, really unhealthy routine. That easy come, easy go, that instant gratification, constantly chasing the next win in that instant gratification cycle is dangerous particularly when it comes to investing, because what you then do is you go from investing to trading, and you know that there is a difference between investing and trading. Not saying that trading is wrong, by the way, but trading is a completely different skill set. If you need to know the foundations and that foundational knowledge with investing, you absolutely need to know it in trading, because it is a completely different ballgame. So we need to try and find a way of managing that instant gratification, that Okay, well, I'm going to invest it now and I want to see some returns straight away, right? And that's, that's maybe a little bit of a danger of trading to one, two, and three trade and some of these things because you could watch it all day if you wanted to and it's, it's not nice. Right? You know, I, I own Tesla stock. I've spoken about this before and I do like Tesla. Five to one split, fantastic. Stock price soaring. Comes back out $400 a share after the split. Goes up within two days to $499. If you're sat there watching that all day long, you're thinking, oh my God, this is fantastic. 
But if you watched it for the following two or three days where it went all the way down below $400, you would be panicking. You would be absolutely panicking. And this is where understanding your goal and your timeline is so important. Because if you only bought Tesla for the short term, thinking you're going to get a quick win, not realizing that the markets are so volatile and there's so many things outside of your control that can impact a Tesla stock price, then you would have had an absolute hellish time watching that, that stock plummet. I mean, I think last week it finished at something like 370, 379. But that's still quite a bit off, $499, three days after the split or two days after the split. That's quite a bit. For many people, you might have felt unnerved. You might have felt no nervous watching your balances just fall. But I always say this. I've said it on YouTube. I've said it on IG. I'll say it here. A loss is only a loss when you crystallize it, when you cash it in. Whilst it's on, whilst it's on your screen, it's just a number. Fugazi, you watched uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's just a number on a screen, on a piece of paper, it's not real until you cash it in. The same thing applies for profits. You could be 150, 200%, three, look, a million percent up. Unless you cash it in, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's just a number in the ether, it does not mean a thing. So we need to get off and get around this mentality of instant gratification. That's gonna take some personal work, guys. I'm not a therapist. I don't know how you would do that. I know how I've managed to do it personally. You're gonna to have to find your way of getting around that. And it's really, 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 really important. I don't wanna to drone to, on too much on this podcast. I'm half an hour in right now. But I just wanted to highlight this because I don't think that it's being spoken about enough I think it's very, very easy for us to get into the hype of invest, 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 create wealth and all this kind of stuff. But the downsides need to be addressed, need to be highlighted. So you go into it knowing both sides of the coin. That is my goal, or at least that is one of my goals in this whole piece about financial education, financial literacy, empowering people, helping people not make the same mistakes that I made. So guys, with that being said, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you're listening to this right now, thank you so much. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you. Ping me a message on IG or drop me an email. Pete at conversationofmoney.com. So Pete at conversationofmoney.com. Ping me an email. Let me know your thoughts. If you have any questions, let me know what your questions are. I would love to hear your thoughts, especially if you're someone who is actually looking at investing right now you're not really too sure where to begin and you've been reading articles, watching videos, everything's still a little bit blurry and it's just kind of like, okay, so what do I do? Where do I go? Has this been helpful? If it has been helpful, also let me know because I, I just want to know what you guys think. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing Monday. I do have some announcements that I am going to be making on the podcast at the very, very beginning of this year. I mean, I can't remember what episode this is. I think this might be episode 40 or something like that. I mean, it's amazing. I, weekly, this is this is an undertaking. It really, really is. Now couple that with YouTube, it's a real undertaking. So there are going to be some changes to the podcast come next year. And I was thinking about making them a little bit earlier, but I wanted to commit to 52 episodes this year. And that's what we are going to do. So next year, there'll be some changes to the podcast. I'm going to break it into seasons. 
each season will be themed. So we'll be talking about something very specific. There will be 10 episodes um, per season. This is the plan, touch wood. 10 episodes per season. And we'll be talking about specific things throughout the season with specialist speakers on each of them. So I'm doing a lot of work in the background at the moment to try and make sure that we've got season one and season two kind of locked in. Well, at least season one at least but it will take a different format in the new year. I'm excited, I really, really am. The downloads on this have been absolutely amazing. You guys have been amazing. I'm really thankful for you guys being here. And um, yeah, I just, it's been great to do this. It really, really has. It's been an eye-opening experience for me as well in terms of the engagement and um, just the messages that I get from people as well. It's, yeah, look, have an amazing Monday, guys. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Until next week. Catch you later.